Lunchtime Movie Critics. It's Nancy. And Wayne. And we are here with a new episode. Um, you can, I guess, call this our unofficial season two. And we are kicking it off with the movie Possums. Yeah. Now this movie, yay! This movie was released in 1998 and stars Mac Davis, who passed away in September of 2020. So this is kind of in memory in memory of Mac Davis and um, such a fun movie. Uh, it's also football related and the Super Bowl is on Sunday. So I guess that can correlate as well. There's all kinds of connections. Yeah, all kinds of great connections. So yeah. Nawada, Oklahoma is where this movie is, is based. And I, I love the name Nawada. That's a, a great name. I'm going to just start there. So, Wayne, first time seeing this movie. Yes. What did you think? I I really liked it, actually. I thought <laughs> oh, good. for being a movie that the only actor that was anybody of note was Mac Davis, mm -hmm. and most people might not even know who that is. And I want to, and I want to tell a little story about a connection that I have to Mac Davis, sort of, at the end. Okay, that <laughs> well, sounds cool. Well, spoiler, we'll just throw that at the end. But, um, but uh, for for all of that, I it was really good, and being pretty low budget, um, no, it was really good. It was cute. It was um, very uh, family friendly, mm -hmm. and. Um, and uh, yeah, just a good, good original story. I love the storyline. Yeah. Um, so the small town of Nawada is shrinking. People like that first scene you see, oh, there goes so-and-so. They got a new job in a different city. Kind of like Pottersville in that regard. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind of reminds me of that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when you meet Will Clark, played by Mac Davis. And he owns a hardware store down in the town. And the three old guys that sit on the bench in the front of the hardware store are probably my three favorite characters in the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, we should probably mention that it's called Possums because the team, the football team, the high school football team is the Nawada Possums. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and Mac Davis, like when you first see, or Will Clark, I guess, when you first see him in the movie, um, he's a child and he's announcing a fake football game, right? Like with his army men and toys, he's making this fake game and, and announcing it as if he were the announcer. Yes. Right. And then he ends up being the announcer for the Nawada Possums. Mm -hmm. And... I, I love that he's like, we almost had a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in 13 years. 13 years. Like, that's such a long time to go without any kind of score at all. At all. Yeah. At all. <laughs> so so my, the very first note I made out here is the, the first game that you see, the end of this game uh, that he's announcing that that they lose 72 to zero. Now, I know you're into sports, Nancy. I'm yes. not, but I, you know, I was in marching band. I've seen football games. 72 points in a football game seems kind of ridiculously high, right? 
It is. It is ridiculously high. Um, like college doesn't even go that high most of the time. Like they're usually the team is good enough that they can stop them, you know, and there have been teams that have scored. I'm not saying that there haven't been teams that have scored that high because I'm pretty sure it's North Dakota State have run up the score. Oregon has run up the score at times. Alabama, we can if you are a sports fan, most of you will probably hate Alabama because they've won a bajillion national championships. <laughs> I've lost track. I'm not bitter or anything. But um <laughs> but 72 is a ridiculous score. So this poor team loses 72 to nothing. Goose egg. They didn't even score a field goal. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Like 13. that's that's tough. <laughs> so so that uh being like the very first thing we see kind of sets up this whole film, right? Because um that is really the sort of the impetus for the who who is the guy is he the mayor the mayor shuts down um he puts out a petition to get the football team um shut down no more high school football program so it goes to town hall and will clark gives this impassionate piece about how you know it's more than just winning and (laughs) like all of this stuff and the town still votes it down. Yeah, well, and and one thing I didn't actually, uh, no, actually I did put a note about this, that um, the captain of the football team gets up to the podium and I think Will thinks he's gonna like, you know, say, don't shut us down, right? Yes. He says, he says, we're tired of being invited to other teams' homecomings because they know they can beat us. It's demoralizing. Please yeah. cancel the team. Mm-hmm. And that's just, and you just see Will yeah. just shrink. Yep. Just sad. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's just hard. Like, it's, you're torn at this mm-hmm. point. Like, yeah, you feel like there should be a football program. On the other hand, these poor kids. Right. Like, that's just, yeah. That is just sad and depressing. Yeah. <laughs> just sad. So, so um, I can't remember if it's before that meeting or after the meeting that will um that the three friends on the bench that you mentioned um and i don't know their real names um but this <laughs> this one quote that i have on here um that will basically tells them they can't sit in front of the store anymore because they are essentially voting they they think that the town is correct and they should get rid of the team yeah that's i think that's af- after they voted it down i'm trying to remember I can't. <laughs> I, just, I just remember that Will calls them Judas, Brutus, and Benedict Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that's after. I think that was after they vote, or maybe it was like right before the vote. Because right, maybe, like, maybe them saying that they thought it should be a vote, and that yeah, should, yeah. So, so there's this cute line where they're sitting on a bench like across the street or something, and they're like, "I missed the bench." <laughs> Yeah, those three guys, my favorite. They're hilarious. Um, uh, I like the guy that whittles, but he's always whittling. Yeah, I like the I just the the comments between those three are so funny. Um, I know I have some of them in here. I have a, I have one. 
Um, he's the guy, like when you're looking at the three of them, he's all the way on the right. And like, I don't, I didn't write down their names either. Should have gone to IMDB and like figured it out. Right. <laughs> but all the way on the right. And um, they broke the news to Will that there, there was this petition. The mayor was trying to get the football team shut down. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy on the left is telling him all of this stuff. And the other two are looking at him. And he tries to like defend himself for breaking the news to Will. And the other one's like, hush up. You've lost your speaking privileges. <laughs> Sorry. Trying to get through that without laughing. That was funny. <laughs> no, that yeah, they were they were pretty funny. And that guy, he does that like three times, I think, through the movie where he says something kind of out of turn. Yes. Right? Something that he shouldn't say. And the other friends are like kicking him. Right. That's a consistent theme throughout. Um, yeah. But moving forward, the, the team is shut down and um, that opening game of the season, Will decides to just go to the stadium. Right. Just to kind of just uh, reminisce before, because they're also going to tear down the stadium to put in like a like a box store or something. Right. Like. A box store, like Walmart-esque kind yeah. of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so he's just sitting in, on the bleachers, drinking root beer, right? Mm-hmm. And this kid, um, I don't remember the kid's name, but this um, high school guy just kind of shows, oh no, he was already there, wasn't he? Yes. Okay. He was in the dark on the field, tossing around a football or something. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly. And, um, and so they kind of, you know, were chatting, but Mac is, or Will is just, he's just sad and depressed and so he's not very he's not super nice to the kid at first right um yeah. but then but then he he kind of starts talking to him a little bit more is it jake malloy was that yeah yeah that yeah. sounds right yeah 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 so yeah so he, he starts talking to him a little bit more and um sort of sort of befriends him um and um, yeah, so I don't I don't remember exactly how that conversation in the stadium goes, but then but then Will says like says, "Come with me, right?" And they go up and they get he turns on the lights for the stadium. Mm. Right, right, right. And illuminates the whole field, and he goes up to the announcer box. Mm-hmm. wasn't it and then he starts announcing the game now wait did he i don't he didn't do it there did he i thought he just like started announcing the game no and then they, i think he, he turns on the lights and yeah. they were chatting but then i think he takes the jake with him downtown to the radio station to the radio station yes he has a key to of course small town (laughs) of course he has a key to the radio station (laughs) and then he starts announcing this fake game it's not going on it's not a real game but he just starts he knows all the players names because he had announced the the games for years and he knew all their numbers and he knows all the other teams and so he just starts announcing this fake game and the possums win in this fake game 
And he keeps doing this. And the people in town start turning on their radios and they start listening. And they all know it's not real because the kids are like sitting in the diner next to them. Mm -hmm. And this goes on and on for weeks. And there's some different opinions about it. Yeah. So, so right at the end of that, I think the radio station owner shows up and he's like, what are you doing? No, it's during, I think. He's like, what do you, you can't do this. And, and uh, he will kind of convinces him, you know, to tell him it's like a radio play, you know, and he convinces yeah. the radio station owner to, to let him keep doing it. Um, but the owner is kind of worried he's going to lose um, ad funding. People are going to, companies are going to pull their ad funding because of this fake thing, right? Right. So Will makes him sort of a deal. Mm-hmm that he will pay for all the advertising. <laughs> He'll just advertise his store, you know, and, and make up for all of the lost ad revenue. Right. Which is a biz, like, logically, like he can write that off on taxes, you know, it's not a bad business move. Sure, sure. Technically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he pays for all of that advertising. His wife is kind of on the fence about this. Now she's the principal, isn't she, of the school? Yes. Yeah. Of the school. Right. She's kind of on the fence about it. And she kind of goes back and forth. And then eventually she gets kind of frustrated with the whole thing because he's so passionate about football and kind of displaces his wife um, and doesn't like connect with her so much anymore. So, like, that's going on in the background of all of this week after week. Mm -hmm. He's announcing these games. people start putting up boards in their windows, like their shop windows of possums, you know, and then like the schedule (laughs) and whether they won or lost and like what their win is, you know, um, what their record is and everything. Oh, even, even the team, even the guys who were on the team who would be playing this year, if Mm -hmm. the team hadn't been shut down, they're even talking about it and congratulating each other. Right? Yeah, like that was such a great game. <laughs> Not real. Yeah, like telling the quarterback, like, you know, great play last night or whatever, you know. And yeah, they're they're like owning this fake thing that's happening, right? Yep. Which is great. Um, I think I there was a part where he uh records the three friends like hooting and hollering to have like to have like crowd cheering background noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to do crowd noise. Um, and then as, as it goes on, the possums get to the playoffs, so to speak. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it continues on and they get to the state championship. But it's not the real state championship. Right. It's the fake one. And um, at, by this time, the other news stations from around the state have gotten wind of what's going on in Nawada. And so they talk about there's two state championships going on this weekend, a real one and then a not real one. <laughs> Sorry, it still makes me laugh. It's um, a really funny concept. <laughs> right? It's a really funny concept. And then the, the state champions decide they want to play the possums. And then, like, that's a whole 
another situation that Will is trying to get himself out of or right. not out of, but through. So, so, so working, working up, there's a little bit more before that happens. And yes. so, like one of the things I thought was funny, and I don't remember who says it, it might've been the friends, um, but somebody says like, don't you think this is getting out of hand? And uh, like, at least we're winning. It's like, how can we be winning when we don't even have a team? I feel like that was like the mayor. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, listeners, it's been a while since we'd watched it. We tried to rewatch it and you can't get it right now. Okay. Right. Just so you know. If you want to access this movie, you have to get it through a library. So it is not on a streaming service at this moment. Or buy it. You can buy it on Amazon, the DVD. It, it might be on Betamax somewhere. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so uh, then, you know, just talking about the whole like people congratulating the team members and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So Jake, the kid that that um, he's befriended and hired at the store, um, who really likes football but doesn't play football, um, but he, this girl that Jake likes, you know, that they go to school. With she comes into the store, I think, and she congratulates him on his touchdown, which was cute. And the girl, I actually, I remember looking it up at the time because she looked really familiar. And I think she was somebody who was just, she was in a lot of like 90s movies, but not a big name, you know, that we would know or anything. Um, um, and then, so I thought this was cute. So Mac Davis, for anybody who may be listening to our listener, out there. Um, <laughs> Mac Davis was a, um, a musician. He was a singer, songwriter, and he also had a variety show. Did you know that, Nancy? I did not know that. Yeah, he had a variety That's show cool. in the 70s, I think it was, um, which, you know, variety shows were a big thing in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah. They were kind of done by the time you know, we would have been watching late night TV. But um, anyway, so he was a big name. What I thought was cute was um, when you hear his ad that, or the ad playing on the radio for his store, uh -huh. him singing it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, unless you've really heard his music, you wouldn't have recognized no, the voice. I, this, that is really a cool thing. Yeah, he sang his own jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wrote it too. I'm sure he did. <laughs> Probably. Um, so yeah, so you know, paying for all of this ad, all of his own ads, he uh, the store is not making enough money, and so he's kind of struggling a little bit, and he has to um, mortgage the store, and so that's this point of contention between him and his wife, too, right? Yep, and so eventually she decides to move out, and right. so she's moved out of their house, and. Um, He's still trying to keep up the expectations that the town has set for him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm trying to help this kid, Jake, trying to reconcile with his wife, trying to reconnect with his son. It's like there's a lot of stress for him. Right, right. Um, one, one of the lines, uh, quotes that I had from the three friends mm -hmm. that I have written down is, one of the guys, and it might have been that same guy on the right that you were talking about, but he said, uh, I don't remember what he was talking about, but he said, I saw a lot of it in the service. And 
one of the guys says, all you saw in the service was pots and pans. And the guy <laughs> says, a good chef knows his men. <laughs> so he totally owns that. But I just thought that was, that was cute. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so, the, so they get up to the playoffs and the wife who is still like, they're still kind of fighting, but she is um, listening to the playoff game, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, the fake playoff game. And uh, Will walks in or, you know, she hears the door. And so she like switches the station really quickly. And she doesn't want him to know that mm -hmm. she's, you know, on board with this in a way too, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, um, I, well, I think that's what it was. But anyway, Will tells her he's going to stop, mm -hmm. right? Like probably mostly to make her happy and, you know, he's going into debt and all this. But she says, but the possums are in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even she like kind of starts getting behind it. Mm -hmm. Even though it's been, you know, a little bit tough on their marriage and their relationship. Right. Right. So I, I don't remember, somebody must have said this. Two playoffs are being played tonight, the real one and the fictitious one. Yeah, I thought that, I think that was from the news. Oh, um, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. One of the news stations were saying that two games are being played tonight. Mm -hmm. And so the possums win that game. Right. And then um, the state champions, I think, are the ones that they roll into Nawada this big fancy bus and then like get out and are like we want to play you mm -hmm. well oh so so the 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 fake playoff game i thought this was really cute that they had a pep band yes <laughs> they had the they had the like marching band or pep band or whatever it's your right. band geek right like oh yeah of course so i <laughs> yeah i was like well that's awesome that the band got together too to play for this so I was never like, in band long enough to be in marching band. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I didn't like marching band, but I loved that band. That was fun. Um, so yeah, they win the state championship. The town goes crazy. And then that's what you were talking about. Prattville yes. um, shows up to confront, confront Wilbur uh, because the news coverage has been all over this possums victory. And, yeah. and they are just shadowed and, by the possums. And not theirs because right. they always win. Right. <laughs> So yeah. then the, the, an actual game, um, they said, will happen in two weeks. So they gave them two weeks to do any prep for the possums to get ready to host Prattville. And, and Will kind of is the one who says that, right? He's like, you know, challenges them to a real game. Mm -hmm. Right. In two weeks. So then Will reaches out to his son, who is an actual football coach, to come and help these kids get ready for this game that he just knows they're going to get demolished. Right. Well, and, and they have, they have a, you, you hear some things earlier in the movie that he and his son have this sort of contentious relationship too, yeah. um, all related to football. Yep. Right. And him pushing the kid too hard and whatever he gets hurt. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So he, he, uh, yeah, it's difficult for him, but he asks the son for help getting yep. the team ready, right? Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, 
And the other big thing that happens with that is that um, the, the demolition date for the stadium is within this two week period, right? Mm -hmm. so, yep. um, so he begs the mayor and kind of forces the mayor to change the demolition date for the stadium so that they have a place to, to play their game in two weeks. So a lot of different layers to this, a lot of different things that um, are going on kind of simultaneously, but they're all revolving around this football team. And so this is kind of a big deal for the, the town, um, for the high school. Everything is kind of converging on this real game. Mm -hmm. The first real game of the whole movie <laughs> is going to be played in the stadium. Right. Well, and now, you know, that they've just gone through this whole season winning, mm -hmm. right? what does the right. town expect? Do they expect them to beat Prattville? <laughs> we don't know. We don't, I, like, I don't, nobody really says, like, what they're expecting. Right. Um, but there is definitely this winning spirit that mm -hmm. they're just hoping that they're actually going to win this game. Right. The, the coach from Prattville is like this is the weirdest thing because <laughs> he sees all these people in the stands like the night of the game mm -hmm. is packed. They have their pet band. They've got cheerleaders. They've got, I mean, it's, it feels like a real game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, some of the lines I just thought were super cute, you know, like, there was one earlier, because um, this is a small town, right? So there's a small town feel about it. But there was there was a line that was like, he went down like a 29 cent pair of socks, you know? Um, and then there was another one at this, during this game, the real game, that was, these kids are scrapping over the ball like ducks on a June bug. <laughs> Just like the weirdest analogies. Well, it's just that small town, you know, colloquialism kind of, you know, yep. they have their own little cliches and whatever. So I thought that was cute. Um, so, so they're playing this game and they're not, uh, they're not winning, but they're, they're not winning. They're, they're losing terribly. But the possums are, are fighting, right? They they're are. fighting hard. They're working hard. They're <laughs> trying to defend this team and, the score is again lopsided, just like in the beginning. Right. Um, not as high as seventy-two to nothing, but it's still lopsided. Right, and and the coach, I think it was, tells the team like we can't go back to Prattville if we don't win this game. <laughs> but they are, they are winning, right? Or maybe he says that at the beginning. Um, yeah, the coach uh, from Prattville is like, this would be insanely embarrassing oh, if we. Well, I, I remember what happened. So the first part of the game, maybe the first half, I don't know, the the possums are putting up a really good fight. And I don't think Prattville has even scored yet. Right. Defensively, they're actually able to stop the team. Right. And that was um, a big difference from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Like right. they actually are able to hold back this team from scoring an insane amount of points but the possums just don't quite get in the end zone. Right, um, so, so they start to lose hope as the Prattville Pirates start to do a little better, they start scoring. Um, 
And uh, so Malloy, Jake Malloy, who again, doesn't play football. There's something about him be getting hit that there's some issue, but I don't think we ever really know um, what that is. Um, but anyway, he's the backup quarterback. And so when the quarterback goes down, he gets sent in, um, which he's like totally freaked out about. And, uh, and he does get hit, but he gets back up, right? And he calls the next play and they continue playing. So the I said in my notes here, I think the score at this point was 27 to zip with seven seconds left in the game. Yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously that's the Pirates, the Prattville Pirates. Right. The Pratt Prattville is winning. But you can see that the Possums had stopped him. So instead of it being this <laughs> insane score to zero, right. it's only 27 to zero. Only 27. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with seven with, seconds. Remaining. With seven seconds left in the mm -hmm. game. So how does this, how does this end? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so they <laughs> sorry i'm laughing already <laughs> so this jake malloy kid um throws the football it gets caught and they score a touchdown the first touchdown that the nawada possums score in 14 years so then the crowd goes crazy because they scored. Uh -huh. They didn't win, but you would have thought they won. <laughs> They're like carrying people on the field. I mean, it's like they go all out. Like they won the Super Bowl. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I love, I love that last line. The, <laughs> the Pirates coach asks the ref, he's like, because he's very confused. And he looks at the ref and he says, we won, didn't we? And the, uh, the, the rep says, yes, sir, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole town and the possums are acting like they won out of you know excitement for this one touchdown they've made in 14 years. Right. Yeah. So the, to wrap up this whole movie, mm -hmm. the football team is reinstated. The, the city wants to fund a football team again. Demolition is denied um so no big box stores coming in mm -hmm. uh will's wife moves back home so that relationship is restored and there's just this sense of pride now in this city and so it's a very unique movie it's a really fun movie to watch even if you don't like sports right wayne exactly <laughs> I, you know for someone who doesn't like sports i've seen a lot of sports movies and I really because there's a lot of good ones, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Have you watched Invictus? Invictus? Yeah. No, I have not. Another good sports movie. No, uh, when I say good sports movies, I'm talking like uh, Major League. Oh my goodness! The Mighty yes. Ducks. <laughs> you know, no, The Mighty Ducks is not a great movie, but uh, the, <laughs> the Bad News Bears, like the original one from the '70s. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. So, That's what I think um, of as a good. A league of their own, so good. What, what is it? A league of their own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Um, mm -hmm. 
baseball movies, just going back to baseball movies, Fever Pitch is probably one of my oh. favorite ones. Jimmy Fallon. Now, Drew Barrymore. You can't okay. go wrong with that. Here's a, little, here's a little trivia for you, though. Um, Fever Pitch, I don't know if you know this or not, but Fever Pitch was written by uh, Nick Hornsby, I believe, who, a uh, great writer. Um, one of my other favorite movies of all time is um, High Fidelity, starring John Cusack, and oh. written by Nick Hornsby. Um, so he's written some great stuff. But, I didn't know they were written by the same guy. Uh, and he's British. And uh, Fever Pitch, there's an original British version of that movie. Not nearly as funny, but it stars... Well, because it doesn't have Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore in it. <laughs> right. It does have a name you'd know, um, the, the main character, but... I can't think of his name. Well, if you watch any British movie, you probably know of the actors from any other British TV show or movie. Oh, Colin Firth, I think. Yeah. I think that's who it is. Pride and Prejudice. Uh, well, yeah, I was actually thinking <laughs> Mamma Mia, but yeah. <laughs> no, Pride and Prejudice came first. <laughs> okay, but yeah, Mamma Mia is more accessible. <laughs> no, that, Okay. That's for another show. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll go into, we can go into the different versions of Pride and Prejudice. And that could be like a five hour show. Mm, like that version with Colin Firth. That, that is true. That is true. Okay. So I have to, as we wrap this up, I have to tell yeah. you my story about Mac Davis. Yes. How does that so, connect? It's a weird connection. Um, and I don't know if we have any listeners on this show that know me, but um, I'm curious to get Nancy's reaction because I've never told you this story, right? I don't think so. Okay. I'm very curious. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so I didn't know who Mac Davis was at all yeah. um, prior to uh, just aging myself here a bit, but it's probably like 17 years ago now. Um, I was working at a call center and I worked, uh, I sat in at a desk behind this woman who was significantly older than me. And one day, she turns around me, and we got along really well. She turns around and she says, I heard a song on the radio last night that I hadn't heard in a really long time, and it reminded me of you. And I was like, oh, okay, um, that's cool. What, what was it? She's like, the song is Oh Lord, It's Hard to Be Humble by Mac Davis. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I've never, I've never heard it. So she's like, I'll make you a tape. So, All right, great. So uh, she that tape? tape? Like, yes. did you still have a cassette player? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In 2004, you had a cassette deck. Yeah, I did. What? Yeah. Now I'd have to listen in my car because that's the only place I have a tape deck now. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, so she makes me this tape. I don't even have a cassette deck in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only drive 20-year-old vehicles. So um, <laughs> I have to show you my new car one of these days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she makes me this tape. She brings it in the next day. Um, I bring it home that night. And I listen to the song she's talking about. And the song, here's like the first verse of the song. It's like, oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I can't wait to look in the mirror because I get better looking each day. To know me is to love me. I must be a hell of a man. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, but I'm doing the best that I can. And that's the whole thing is just like that, right? So I hear this and I'm like, what the heck, Adrian? So I go into work the next day. And I'm like, you, do you see me as being conceited or arrogant? And she's like, oh, no, no, I, 
I don't really know why it made me think of you. Now there's more to the story though. So don't think that's it. But she's like, I don't know why it made me think. And I'm like, okay, all right, that's cool. You know, we're cool. So flash forward like seven years. Okay. And I'm working for a different company, an internet company in town. And our installer was out on installations or whatever support in the van. Well, this is an old van that had an AM radio. He gets back to the shop and he's like, dude, I was driving and I heard this song on the radio that totally made me think of you. And I was, I said, it wasn't, oh Lord, it's hard to be humble, is it? And he's like, yeah, how'd you know? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So anyone I've ever told this story to, like either just doesn't believe me that that happened. These two people who had no connection to one another hearing that song and he had never heard it before. You know, but she had known this song, you know, when she was younger. So uh, that and uh, most people, I think, don't think I'm arrogant and conceited, but um, some people apparently Apparently do. do. So (laughs) a weird, weird thing. That is weird. Weird coincidence. That's really funny. Yeah. And then it was written and sung by Mac Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah. I mentioned that, right? That it was the song is Mac Davis. So if you haven't heard the song, you should listen to it because it's funny, and it's it's pretty good and it's funny. But I don't I don't think it's me. Personally. I don't think it's you either. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to season two, our unofficial season. Two. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be back soon with another. Hopefully. Episode. Hopefully. You know, pandemic and all. It's been weird. <laughs> right. It's been weird. Um, so do you have anything else you want to add? Um, no, but did you have our next movie picked out? Oh, cause this was your pick. Yeah, this was my pick. Oh my gosh. Uh, man, the pressure, the <gasps> pressure is killing me. Uh, I, I think, I think we should do Shaolin soccer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you good with Shaolin that? soccer and... Yeah, let's do okay. it. All right, let's do Shaolin. Our next movie will be Shaolin Soccer. Shaolin Soccer. To see if you can find it and watch it and then listen to us talk about it. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Well, this was fun. It was. Bye, it's bye been a while. <laughs> What's that? I said it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Getting back into the swing of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to close this out? Yeah. 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 All um, right. So, uh, you know, I, I need to get back to work. I don't know about you, Nancy, but. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, it felt like I just heard a, like a bounce. That was my son. Because okay. I'm at home. <laughs> making loud noises. Okay. All right. All right. He's well, fine. He's fine. I just want to clarify. He's fine. It's not it. like he fell off something. Good. Good. All right. Well, uh, until next time, lunchies. Bye. Bye.